0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Clyde Media Podcast. My favorite part of this show is watching the guest vibe to the music as we're waiting for. <laughs> I didn't for know it you could see up.
1: me.
0: <laughs> I can. I saw you with the
1: Yeah, it was epic.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You are not the first and hopefully not the last. Uh because it is it's the best music we found in three and a half years to go for a theme. And uh we actually dig that that vibe. So, to the audience, we are with Marissa Flowers. Uh, Marissa was with us last year at this time uh, because she was a semifinalist in 2022. Uh, she is a semifinalist again in 2023. Um, and Marissa and I go back a little bit. And so I'm going to open this podcast with an interview I did with her.
1: Oh, at Lord. The,
0: at the Mac last year, right? The Mac? You were was where yes, you were at? Yes,
1: the Mac. And I know so. what interview you're talking about.
0: So, we're going to start with that cuz we have to set the table and that interview sets the table better than anything I could yeah. do right now. So, we are going to do that now. And here we go. Let me unmute. It. Of heat 2, event 6. Remind the audience, how tall are you?
1: Uh, I'm a half. and a half. You got to add that half in there. That matters.
0: So, you just had to finish that with hundred and fifteen pounds overhead walking lunges and you did it like a boss
1: well, thanks I didn't feel like a boss but thanks
0: <laughs> that that's got to be your body weight or higher
1: yeah um, I sit around 110 usually
0: <laughs> so when we talked before this this event you had a bad taste in your mouth with your last competition yeah. did you flush it out this uh, weekend
1: you know I was telling my husband this and I know this is probably lame to say but this weekend kind of just like set it in my heart. Like I kind of felt like I was kind of through with competing, you know? And then when I got here, it kind of set it in stone and I realized my heart really isn't out on the competition floor anymore. Um, I'm glad that I ended it on a good note. Uh, I don't expect to do any more comps for the time being. Um, This is just not where my heart is. My heart's with my my daughter and my husband and I kind of just wanna hang out with them.
0: And to remind our audience, you just had a baby. Like 10 or 11 months ago?
1: 11 months ago, yeah. And sorry for being lame and saying like my heart isn't there, but it really, you know, it's fun and all, but like I said, I'd rather be chilling with my family and just hanging out, drinking a beer.
0: (laughs) So is that what you're going to do tonight?
1: Um, Yes, I actually had two beers last night. Uh, They were really, really good. But yeah, I'm going to definitely drink a couple more tonight.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Well, congratulations and having a baby daughter and being a mom is a pretty awesome thing too.
1: Thank you. Thank you. So, yes, I was a hundred percent prepared to answer this question coming up.
0: (laughs) So that was last year. You, your heart wasn't in it and without your heart in it, you still finished 15th at the Mac.
1: Yeah. Very mediocre. I'm always right in the middle.
0: (laughs) So you say mediocre, but if your heart wasn't in it, and you still finished 15th, what could you have done had your heart been in it during that competition? But we're going to forget about that because something has changed since that we spoke at that moment, you have decided that you are going to compete again. You're going to be at the North American West semifinals. So what happened from that night, that day at the Mac Mm
1: -hmm.
0: to a couple months ago?
1: All right. Well, so Okay. Um, last year, like I said in the video, I was 11, 11 months postpartum. And I haven't really been like, I mean, I've been open about this, but I'm not, I haven't talked too much about it on social media, but I did go through, um, really bad postpartum. Um, I lost my dad uh, a few months before I actually had River. Um, so I was just mentally not in a good place before I had River. And then right after I had her, you know, mother, like women go through postpartum depression and anxiety. Like that's a thing that happens to some women. And and I think the mixture of my dad passing away uh, very close to when I had River and then just all the emotions of labor. My labor didn't go the way I wanted to. I was trying to have a home birth and I ended up having to go to the hospital, but long story short, I was going through major postpartum anxiety and depression, mainly depression, um, for a handful of months after I had river. So I wasn't fully in like my normal mindset, I guess. Um, even 11 months postpartum, I still was feeling not a hundred percent. Like I was feeling good, but not a hundred percent. Um, so I definitely got, um, unmotivated and discouraged when I was at, uh, the Mac because I was just not physically ready to be there. I guess you would say, um, I just physically or mentally, I just was like out of it. Um, so yeah, at that time that was definitely in my heart, like not to compete. I, I re- I kind of wished that I wasn't there and, and all that stuff. And now, you know, Every athlete has that that uh that switch in their mind where they're like, "All right, one more try, right? Let's give it one more try." Like every athlete has that in their in their body that desire to give it one more try, right? So uh, I kind of convinced myself, like, once the open was coming back around, you know, I was feeling fit. My husband, uh, he was programming for me at the time, and he was like, "Look, Marissa." you're a lot more fit this year. I was repeating workouts from the Mac that I had done. I was repeating old open workouts, old quarterfinal workouts, and I was beating my scores. And so Kyle, my husband was like, look, you should give it another try. And then a handful of people from my gym, you know, it's always really exciting to have somebody go to semifinals from your gym. So they were like, let's do it again. Like give it another try. And so I kind of convinced myself, all right, Marissa, let's, let's try one more time. Right. Um, so yeah, I convinced myself, signed up for the open, made it through quarterfinals, made it back to semifinals. And now here I am in the middle of hardcore training for semifinals. And I still have that like, oh man, I kind of regr- regret signing up because now I have to do this shit all over again. <laughs> um, but you know, I'm here in the moment. I'm gonna just ride it out, like go for it, give it my all, you know. I think this year at the semifinals, they're taking top 10 now instead of top five. Um, and I definitely think that's way more reachable for me. Um, top five was kind of pushing it. But I think t- top 10 kind of sits a little bit better, a little bit better for me. So I think that I have a, a really good shot at possibly making the games this year. And, you know, I've been doing this for 10 years. I've been... Um, a regional athlete, like back in the day when regionals was around every year since I started CrossFit, I've always made regionals. And now I've always made, like, I've always been making semifinals. Now I'm like, for 10 years, I've been at that level, regional or semifinal athlete. Right. And I've never made the games. So I'm like, maybe that's just it for me. Like, maybe I'm just a semifinal athlete. You know what I mean? (laughs)
0: You are more than just a semifinal athlete. And we're going to get into that in just a second. But one of our listeners chimed in. Uh, Kat Naha says, you went through the grief of losing your father plus had a baby, went through the exact same thing, and you still showed up and you got through the comp. You are amazing.
1: That seriously brings tears to my eyes. I don't know if you can see, but (laughs) (laughs) it does. Um, It was a really hard, hard thing. Like, honestly, I'm so thankful that I was pregnant during the time, like, my dad did pass away. I think that was the only thing that really, like, like, kept me going, because I knew I had to, like, stay around, basically, to have the baby, and I had to stay in a positive mindset, so I didn't have to, like, I wouldn't affect, like, River um, in a negative way when she was inside of me, so being pregnant with her definitely helped during my dad's passing, and yeah, it was tough and, and still till this day, I mean it's been two years almost, I think, yeah, uh in February or <coughs> February will be three years. Um, and still till this day it's it's really hard, but you know, everybody goes through losing people. Um, it's a part of life, it's a natural thing. So, you know, it's just something you learn to, you know, roll with, basically. <laughs>
0: Uh, so Kat jumped in again and said, same, and a couple green hearts um, for you there. Uh, so <laughs> you you became one of my favorites when I interviewed you last year. You're this little ball of energy. Um, and like, I think the first time I interviewed you, you didn't stop moving. You walked with the phone like the entire interview. Oh, my you're God. Just, you're four foot ten and a half.
1: Yes, a half. And when...
0: and when people say like we're I'm a smaller athlete I'm a smaller athlete like you take that to another extreme and yet you're out there on the floor throwing down with all the big big girls
1: well I truly don't feel like I say this a lot like I forget how little I am a lot of the times like I I don't feel like I have anything like I feel like I'm a normal, just a normal height and average like person walking around. Like I don't feel, I don't, I forget that I'm short most of the time <laughs> yeah. until I see myself clean. in pictures or videos. I'm like, damn, bitch, you're short. <laughs>
0: yeah. And you're listed clean on the CrossFit game site is 220. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Five or four foot, 10 and a half. 110 pounds and your listed clean is 220. Yes. Good God, woman. <laughs> that is so impressive.
1: Oh, thank you.
0: <laughs> and now I'm going to talk about one more impressive thing before we get into this year's semifinals. And that is last year, there was this big ta-da about Noah Olsen breaking the Fran record oh, at yeah. 149. A lot of hype, a lot of to do about it. And my girl the next week throws down a 145 yes to break the record again and i didn't see any hoopla around that what no. the hell
1: i'm not a i don't like like the hype of things like i didn't even tell anybody i was doing it like my sister in law was at the gym i like walked in and She's like, what are you doing, Marissa? I'm like, oh, I'm about to do this workout for this qualifier I'm doing. And she's like, oh, okay, cool. I'll watch you. And then she had no idea what I was doing. And, and then I did it. And like she was like, oh, was that a good score? And I'm like, yeah, I think it was a good score. <laughs> and then. Yeah. yeah okay. I, like I said,
0: we're going like, to show that. We're going to show it because ah. what I want to point out is what I want to point out is how good your reps were. There is no question of depth. There is no question of extension. I have judged in this world at the highest levels, and I'm telling you, these were all good reps. And so I want the audience to see how damn good you really are. All right. So here we go. 145 Fran. And I (laughs) muted it. I'm going to blow it up a little. Whoop. I just shut everything down. Hold on.
1: Oh, I can still see it. <laughs> you know what's so funny? Like doing this workout, like I expected it to feel a lot worse than it did.
0: <laughs> what blew me away is it's almost like your butterfly pull-ups you made sure you just cleared the bar.
1: Yeah. Like, no uh,
0: extra, no extra.
1: No, you have to have a super tight. Like if you're going for speed like that, the the kip definitely changes. Like you have to have a super tight kit um, in order to, to move that fast.
0: Um, Corey says, sweet Jesus.
1: <laughs> uh, that's funny.
0: And he also talks about how fast you're pulling the bar back down.
1: Yes. Yes. That you have, I mean, you have to do that at a lightweight barbell like that. If, if you're trying to move fast, like you can't just let it come down. You have to pull it down.
0: But you are hitting full extension. Your elbows are locked out at the bottom of the pull up. Your depth on your squats is impeccable. There is no questioning anything in this workout.
1: Thank you. It was fun. I had a good time doing it. <laughs> But yeah, I honestly and, didn't want And she's thing.
0: almost done, people. She's almost done. I would be on the thruster still on the first <laughs> set.
1: I truly didn't want this video to, like, get out to anybody. And, of course, some of my 145. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Corey says, it's over before you get a chance to hurt.
1: That's very, very true. Like, you don't feel anything until after the workout, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, crap.
0: <laughs>
1: but, like I said. So that,
0: that actually is the world record, men or I, women.
1: I guess. <laughs> I'm sure there's somebody out there that can do it faster. I mean, I never claim, I don't like claiming to be the fastest at anything because, you know, there's, you never know what people can do out there. Um, but, like I said, I didn't want, that video to get bl- thrown around to anybody, but somebody from my gym, one of my friends, sent it to Hiller Fit. You know Hiller. Yeah. No rep guy. Sent oh, it yeah. to him, and he made a post about it, and then it ended up kind of like going around social media a bit. But like I said, I I hate that shit. Like <laughs> like just want to do yeah. the workout, get it over with, and you know, move on about my day. <laughs>
0: So the only reason you did that was because it was a qualifier for Whatapalooza. Yes. You, you weren't doing it to one up Noah. No, not at all. Um, I don't, I
1: don't, I, I don't even think I watched Noah do it beforehand. I just, my teammate Anastasia was like, Hey, one of us has to do this workout. Uh, obviously do you want to take Fran? I'm like, Sure, I'll do Fran, and then I just went in the gym and and did it for the qualifier.
0: <laughs> so speaking of Wataplusa, I I bumped into you at uh, along the the bayfront there. Yes, and you were pushing River in in a jogging stroller
1: uh-huh. with your
0: husband, and you just seemed super happy in that moment, like that you could share not only being competitive but also with your entire family.
1: Yes. I love that. Honestly, that's, I'm all about that. And I think that's why this year at the semifinals, um, in California, I convinced my brother, he's never gone to any of my comp like thing, like my competitions, regionals or anything like that. And I convinced him to go this year and he already got his ticket and everything. So I'm so, that's the one thing that I'm super excited about competing this year is that my brother's going to be there and, it's going to bring tears to my eyes again. I'm so emotional about it, but like having him there, um, since I don't have my dad and my mom passed away too. I don't know if I ever talked about that a long time ago, but so I don't have a, like my mom and my dad to be there. So having my, my brother be there is just so amazing to me. And I'm so excited.
0: So is river going to be able to go this year or I've is he just heard, too young?
1: There's no of course. way that I would go without her.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> of that <course>. is awesome. <laughs> now in Knoxville, I think you camped, right?
1: Yeah. We took an RV. Um, so I'm terrified of flying, like super terrified of flying in planes. So the most comfortable way for me to get to, um, when it was in Tennessee, was it Tennessee, right? Yep. Yeah was driving so we rented an RV um and took the dogs because I love my dogs and they always make me feel more calm so I got to bring my dogs with me and yeah we we uh, RV did all the way to Tennessee and it was a great like I loved it but now that River's a little older um she doesn't like to sit still you know um so driving probably especially to California this year um, California is a lot further than Tennessee so i mean we're gonna to have to take a plane this year which is so scary for me <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna do it
0: yeah okay yeah i and and finding flights to california has been a chore um i finally got mine like a couple days ago
1: good but... yeah buying them on tuesday so we got ours last tuesday for whatever reason, flights on a Tuesday, like when you buy flights on Tuesday, they're cheaper for some reason. I don't know why, but we got some pretty cheap flights last Tuesday, but we're also flying Spirit, which is most people don't like to fly Spirit.
0: <laughs> so my issue with Spirit and is that I look at the price, it looks really good. And then the bag fees are so expensive. Well, And the problem is I'm, I have to take equipment and gear with me to do interviews and to do all that stuff and so i am i have to have checked bags yeah and my and for spirit it was 95 dollars a bag
1: yeah that's very expensive and i didn't think about that because we we're gonna have to check a car seat because we're gonna need a car seat for river when we get there so yeah we'll probably be spending a lot of money on that but (laughs) it is what it is
0: yeah. Yeah at the end of the day, it's my business and I want to grow it and I need to be there. So yeah. I gotta I gotta do what I gotta do. I yeah,
1: gotta do
0: it. So I'm super excited to see you there. So this season, you you own your gym? Yes. And you said that the gym was really behind the fact that they wanted to see you in semifinals. So what kind of oh, encouragement What was that? You cut out just for a second.
1: You said the people from my gym really wanted to see me in semifinals. Yes.
0: Yes. And so what kind of encouragement during the process did that give you? Because everything up to this point has been online and you've been able to do it at your gym.
1: Yes. Oh, well that, I mean, it, I couldn't have made it through the quarterfinals without the support from my gym, because one, I'm super, I hate doing anything adult-like. So when it comes to like reading rules and, uh, you know how every workout you had to set some crazy shit up, you know what I mean? I hate doing that. Um, so the people from my gym helped me out so much in that way. Like they were there every, every time I was doing a workout, they were there to, make sure everything was set up correctly, you know, um, they helped me record all my videos. Um, and they obviously were just there cheering, which was, I mean, everybody loves that. Like everybody loves to have support from all their friends and their gym family. And it just, it really made, really helped me get through quarterfinals. I couldn't have done it without, without them doing that for me
0: so they basically just take over that aspect and you don't have to think about where the tape needs to be or.
1: Well, I mean, I still do a little bit, um, but my friend Terrence, he definitely came in clutch this year and he handled majority of that. Him and my husband, like they just crushed it with that. They, I, de- I'm so blessed that they did that for me. <laughs> Cause like I said, I hate doing anything adult like. So if I have to read, Rules, I'm like overwhelmed as hell.
0: <laughs> the The reason I ask is I'm following a masters athlete through the season, who won the games last year in the 40 to 44 year old division. When he goes to do the workouts, the gym takes over all of that stuff. He doesn't have to think about it. He just comes in, hops on a bike, starts the warm up, and they have a camera crew. They have a taping crew. They have tape measures out everywhere and they do all that stuff for him so that he, he has no thought process in that at all.
1: Yeah. You just have to tackle the work. Like I truly believe it is like the way they make quarterfinals. It is insane. Like the amount of things that you have to set up. Oh, your camera has to be at this angle, blah, blah, whatever. It's just, it's so stressful and Having to do that on your own, like I feel, like if anybody did that on their own, man, I give you props because it it was probably the most stressful thing that they ever did. So I truly believe every athlete, especially athletes that are planning on moving on to the next next um, um, spot, uh, you definitely need somebody helping you out with that shit because it is a lot.
0: So. You had some stuff thrown at you that we have never seen before at a quarterfinal, semifinal level, like crossovers, v ups, um,
1: v ups should not facing. V ups are not a competition move.
0: (laughs) Agreed. Agreed. And they're impossible to judge. They're impossible to judge.
1: Thing like you should not have that. That was my only issue with with what they did this year. Was I just don't think that that's a competition movement
0: so of the three so we now we got the feelings on on those how did you handle the wall facing handstand push-ups so
1: so the wall facing handstand push-ups i mean i don't want to this gonna sound cocky but it just i mean it wasn't an issue for me i grew up being a competitive gymnast so like anything upside down handstand walking any variety of handstand pushups like whether it be on the rings or deficit or wall facing, like I always adapted really well to those just because, um, it comes naturally to me because I've been doing it for so long. Um, now the thing that did not come naturally for me and really just messed me up mentally, um, was the crossovers. So I didn't do jump for heart or any of that stuff that people did, like when they were younger with the jump rope. And I was always just in the gymnastics gym. Right. Um, so I didn't, I've never done the crop. I never done a crossover. I didn't know how to do it. So I had to learn that, um, which was very, very overwhelming, but I was able to, I went to target and bought one of those cheap beaded ropes that everybody was raving about. And it actually helped a lot. And I was able to pull it together and um, like do pretty decently on that workout, but it was I didn't think I was going to be able to do it because I had no idea how to crossover.
0: <laughs> so we already talked about the fact that you have a two twenty clean for someone who is four foot ten, um, and one hundred and ten pounds. How did you build that strength? Did it did it come naturally or was it a like brick by brick process year over year?
1: Definitely did not come naturally. Like I said, gymnastics movements. comes naturally to me, Um, but never lifted weights in my life when I first started uh, CrossFit. Um, I was actually a vegetarian, too, when I first started CrossFit, so I wasn't eating a lot of protein. I was super, I mean, I'm skinny now, but I was probably like 90 pounds when I first started CrossFit. Um, Didn't really have, like, I, I remember barely being able to clean, like, 65 pounds in a workout. It was terrible. But, um, my husband, Kyle kind of took me under his wing. He's very smart when it comes to nutrition, when it comes to types of training. Um, and he kind of, he taught me a lot about how to eat for, for strength and, and, and um, not endurance for strength and like a uh, muscle building. Um, and then he taught me how to, he taught me all the lifts and then ever since probably like yeah, like six, seven years ago, I've been consistently on a weightlifting program um, to help me build strength.
0: And it's just hammering percentages year yeah. after year after year.
1: Yeah, year after year, um, I cycle through different types of uh, lifting programs um, that some of them do percentages. Some of them are more like a like bodybuilding, like just strictly building strength, like not in a Olympic movement um aspect um so i cycle through that and just really focus on getting enough protein um to continue building or preserving muscle and building muscle like i said when i was a vegetarian i didn't know anything about nutrition didn't uh, i just was a vegetarian because you know i thought it was the healthiest thing for me at the time um so now I, I know that I have to have sig- significant amount of protein, um, in order to, um, sustain the strength that I'm trying to hold. Uh, so I just make sure I get enough protein, make sure I'm eating enough carbs and just cycle through those weightlifting programs. Like right now I'm not doing any specific weightlifting program. I'm just following the hard work pays off, um, the Matt Fraser semifinal program and they have weightlifting in it, but nothing like. Uh, specific, like I'm not doing any drills, like any high pools or anything like that. I'm just doing percentage work like every week.
0: Okay. Well, it's paid off. Like you, you, you became one of my favorites because seeing you out on the floor, take on the workouts that you did with the weights that were out there at your size, just blew me away. And you became must watch for me. And, and what I love about watching live competition is I get to tell whatever story I want in my head mm-hmm. um, as I'm watching. And it just became must watch for me. I watched you every time you were on the floor because you blew me away with what you were able to accomplish.
1: Oh, thank well, Watching me, you probably see a lot of faces like this. I'm always dying out there like this.
0: <laughs> and you have a legendary potty mouth.
1: Oh, I know my husband told me, Marissa, you have to work on your cussing. And I really have been trying. I feel like I haven't yeah. cussed a lot right now.
0: You, you've done really well on this episode.
1: <laughs> Good. He's going to be proud. Well, but of- on the
0: floor, but on the floor, it, oh. it lets loose a little bit.
1: No, I do cuss on the floor. I remember uh, pushing that, um whatever that thing was i forget Short what it's called, but i was like pushing it and the chick next to me was right next to me and i looked over at her and i was like this is effing heavy <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes so what is what is the goal going into it to pasadena
1: um so the goal is i'm gonna go in a lot more focused than i was last year um and you know I really want to be top 10. And I think, like I said earlier in this podcast, I think that it's very doable for me this year. Um, So that's the goal is to get top 10, uh, make it to the games and then call it quits for real this time.
0: (laughs) I've got it recorded. So if you change your mind.
1: If I try to change my mind, you reach out to me on social media and be like, Marissa, remember you regretted it last time. Like just remember that. You need to remind me.
0: (laughs) So I had something in my head and it went away. So top 10. So when you were in quarterfinals and, and forgive me, I thought I saw you higher on the leaderboard. Did you get a penalty that moved you like way back?
1: Yes. So, um, I actually, they changed my, one of my scores to a zero. So it was the crossover double under one with the dumbbell snatches and the lunges. Um, so I used an app. Uh, and I have no problem talking about this and I have no problem sending the video to you if you want to see it um, but I used a app called we time or something uh I think it was we time or maybe the other one I forget what there's two different ones but I used one of those ones um and if you get an incoming call I, it like pauses your video and I didn't realize that I didn't put my phone on airplane mode. Um, and my video, so it was a 12 minute long workout and my video froze at like 10 30 on the clock for about 30 seconds and then picked back up. So it was, it was frozen during the dumbbell snatches. Uh, it was like eight dumbbell snatches and it was frozen through the duration of those dumbbell snatches. And You know, I do everything last minute, which is horrible. And I shouldn't be that way, but I do. And so I did this workout last minute. I had like two minutes to send my video in uh, before the thing closed. Um, So I didn't even rewatch my video. So I had no idea that it froze. And I send in my video, send in my score with no idea that it did that. And then obviously they review the video, email me, and they're like, hey, we have to give you a zero on your um video or on your score because your video freezes at 10 30 till 11 and I'm like what so I go back and I watch my video and i'm like it does freeze like plain as day froze when i was doing the snatches and i'm like dude what the hell um so i email them back and i'm like hey, I'm very sorry. Like, I think it was the WeTime app and blah, blah, blah. Didn't hear a response from them or anything. So just in my head, I'm like, all right, I got to accept the zero. Like, it is what it is. Like, my video clearly uh, froze. Like, there's nothing I can do about it. Um, Luckily, uh, somebody, oh, the barbell spin guy was following me on the leaderboard and he reached out to me and he was like, hey, what happened? And so I told him what happened. And he was like, that sucks. Like send me the video so I can see it. And I sent him the video and then he was like, look, I know somebody from we time or whatever it was. He's like, let me reach out to them and see if they can like figure something out. So he reached out to we time and then we time did an investigation and they were able to figure out why it froze. And then they reached out to CrossFit. So I actually didn't even do an appeal, but they reached out to CrossFit and uh, then I guess CrossFit accepted their investigation and then they, Gave me back my score minus the eight reps that it was frozen.
0: (laughs) That eight reps like moved you down the leaderboard some. Yeah, just a little bit, but instead of
1: zero. (laughs) Oh,
0: yes, 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 yes. They initially had given me a
1: zero, which was crazy to me. But I'm the type of person that like, you know, I I, I just will accept whatever. Like I'm like, whatever. It, It is what it is. Um, but thankfully barbell spin and then the week time people were able to reach out to CrossFit and they fixed it for me. So that really, really helped.
0: So Jamie Latimer asks, why would you get a zero and not the score up to that point?
1: That's what I was saying. Um, a hundred percent. I thought a zero was a super harsh, like, but like I said, I was willing, like willing to take it just because my video did freeze. Like there was no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Like, my video messed up. So I'm like, well, if that's what they want to do, then that's what they want to do. Like I, I can't convince somebody elsewise, you know what I mean? Um, but I truly believed that zero was way too harsh, but they did end up changing it and just, uh, taking out the eight reps.
0: So Corey Leonard says we time is one, but it will pause your shit. If you get a call.
1: Yeah, I think it was we time. Um, But I'm super grateful that they were able to fix it because that really, I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have made it to semifinals uh, if they kept it at a a zero.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And the barbell spin guy, he goes by Brian Spin. Just Okay.
1: Brian Spin. Yeah. I really like him. He's a cool dude.
0: Yeah. And then Ashley McMaines is giving you a tip. You can rent car seats at a car rental place. It may actually be cheaper than checking it on the plane.
1: I know that, but what if the car seat sucks?
0: <laughs> that I can't help you with. Oh,
1: uh, yeah. I mean, I, I'll look, I I definitely feel like we need to look into that because it probably will be really expensive to check on the flight.
0: Yeah. Well, Marissa, this has been a blast as always. Uh, I will be in Pasadena. I will be there rooting you on. I can't wait to see you out there. And to the people in the chat, thank you so much for cheer chipping in on this interview and helping out with different uh tops topics and tips yeah see this is what happens when i do a workout and come right into an interview
1: i think you did great honestly
0: (laughs) yeah the oxygen is just starting to get back into the brain and now i can't speak (laughs) well with that thank you everybody for joining us we'll see everybody next time on the clydesdale media podcast
1: peace out